Hey everyone, this is Rose and welcome to my dining room. I'm sitting at my dining room table right now and I had recorded a podcast early this morning around 8 o'clock in the morning. Right now it's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a Friday, y'all. Howdy. Anyway, so this morning I recorded a podcast, a scathing, nasty podcast about Big Daddy and as I was editing it, he texted me. So... I will explain. Last night, I went downtown to the Galleria here in Houston, Texas, where Big Daddy lives. My Cajun boo thing, my, like, not boyfriend, but whatever. We're, quote, unquote, not dating. We've been, air quote, not dating for almost a year now. So, anyway, I went down to hopefully meet up with him yesterday, and I was waiting and waiting, and I went to my favorite Mexican restaurant, got a bunch of tequila in me. And he always has me waiting for hours, like three or four hours, and I'm sick of it. So last night, I was just sick of it. And around, I showed up in the Galleria around five o'clock, and I had dinner by myself. I took myself out to dinner and drinks, and I was waiting for him. And so I texted him at like 8.30, 9 o'clock at night, and I was like, where the fuck are you? You know, like I'm 10 minutes away from your place. Where are you? And he started in with the excuses. He said, oh, my air conditioner broke, which he lives in a penthouse, and that's total bullshit. So anyway, I thought he was trying to blow me off. So all I said to him last night, I was like, you know what? I understand. Have a good life. You know, kissy face, kissy emoji, whatever. Like, bye. And then I left my phone in my truck, and... And I went drinking, but I was like angry drinking, like fresh off that rejection drinking. I was pissed. Drinking hard, right? And then I was at this one honky-tonk here in Houston, Texas. And then I went up north, way out to the country, went to another honky-tonk. It's called like the Texas Tavern. And I was drinking beer and whiskey all night, taking shots. I went out and met some people, that beautiful big-titted girl from California that I love. I met up with her. We were in the bar, in this country bar, this, like, toxic masculinity bar, you know, like, super, everyone's super masculine, super whatever. And so me and her were just, like, making out on the dance floor. We were kissing in front of everybody. We were dancing together and just all over each other, just, like, groping and kissing and just all over, all over each other. Like, it was a train wreck. And I was making out with other dudes. Like, every dude that I saw, I would just, like, grab his face and kiss him or whatever. And I don't know if you have ever heard the term Irish goodbye. (laughs) But an Irish goodbye is when you are super drunk. It's always revolving around alcohol, right? It's when you're super drunk and you just disappear. You don't say goodbye. You don't say anything. You don't tell anyone you're leaving. You just zoop, zoop, just fucking disappear. So (laughs) that's what I did. I mean, it was last call right around, right before 2 in the morning. Because at 2 a.m., they stopped serving alcohol here in Texas. So at like 1.55 or whatever, they turned all the lights on, you know, like poof, that sobering moment, the blinding light when everyone needs to go home, you know, closing time. Anyway, so <laughs> it was like that. And normally when it's last call at the bar, there's nobody there. Like normally there's like four or five people and those four or five people just stumble home or stumble into their car and drunk drive home. Because drunk driving is a sport in Houston, Texas. We talked about this. 
Anywho, so the lights came on and it was not like that. There were like 200 people just staring at me and my girl and <laughs> just like staring at us with their mouths pretty much open. Um, and just clearly they were staying to watch the show. And did the bartender cut me off? Nope. The bartender kept bringing me shots. Everybody was bringing me shots, bringing me beers, bringing me drinks, bringing me this, you know. And I was hammered last. I was hammered, shit hammered, wasted. This one guy was giving me a back rub. I was making out with another guy. It was some other guy's birthday. I made out with him. I was all over my girl. Like, oh, we were super gay, y'all. <laughs> gay pride. Hell yeah. We, were, we did that shit. Anyway, no, she's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, big titty girl from California. You couldn't ask for a prettier girl. And we were both wearing dresses. So anywho, it got pretty crazy. And we had a lot of fun. So <laughs> I gave everybody the old Irish goodbye and went home. And when I got home, I saw that Big Daddy had called me three times. And he's the kind of guy that at best, I might be lucky enough to get one text message from him. And we won't speak for weeks at a time. So for him to call me three times in a row, he was livid. He was so mad. He was pissed. And he texted me several times saying like, oh, I see that you can't answer your phone. You're ignoring my calls, that kind of thing, which is so fucking fucked five times to Friday. It is so fucked because every time that I want him or need him or need, all I need from him is a good fuck once a week and some romantic shit every now and then, you know, like make me feel wanted. That's all I fucking ask. That is all I ask. And I'm breaking my back for this motherfucker, metaphorically. I'm always waiting for him. I think about him. I talk about him. And there's always two people. Between two people, there's always one person that catches feelings harder than the other person. And, and in marriage, if you're married, and if you don't think that this person is you, if you don't think that you're the person, or excuse me, if you don't think that your partner is the one that has too many feelings for you, it's probably you. Like, look in the mirror. So I'm that person and I'm able to recognize it. I've been here a couple times in the same position with these fucking old guys that I fall in love with or I'm lust after, I should say. I'm not in love with. But I'm always waiting for him. So I was pissed off last night. And I don't argue, y'all. I've, I've said this before. I don't fight. I don't argue. But I will walk the fuck away. So last night, like I said, I just texted him. I said, have a good life. Like, we're done. Kissy face, you know. And then I got home and I saw that I had all these missed calls and text messages from him and he was really mad. And I cried myself to sleep, like a little bitch. Like I thought we were done, I thought we had broken up. In fact, I made this Facebook post and I called my mother and I told everybody and I was like, we broke up. You know, my mother was so happy because she hates him. Because <laughs> he's older than her, yikes. But, I mean, I told my best friend Emily, and I was like, this all happens for a reason, fuck this guy, and like I said, I made that podcast this morning, I, I didn't put it out, y'all, so you might hear it later, just for funsies, but I didn't publish it. Um, yeah, I made this scathing fucking podcast, I used his real name, I put him on blast, I wanted, because I know a lot of his coworkers listen to my podcast, so I wanted to, like, put his shit, air out the dirty laundry, you know, which is, it's a... Bitch move, it's really immature. But guess what? I'm immature. So if we fuck around, that's what you're going to get. <laughs> but anyway, in the middle of editing that podcast, the scathing, terrible, nasty one, <clears throat> he texted me. 
which I initiated things. I always initiate things with him. I said this morning, I said, you know, I will take responsibility for my actions. I was frustrated yesterday and I just didn't have the time or the give a fuck to deal with you. You know, like I'll take responsibility for my actions. And I said, I said, you can spank me if you want or not. The choice is yours. You know, that kind of thing. So while I was editing this nasty, vicious podcast about him, he texted me back and he said, you're definitely going to receive that spanking. And he wants to go to a sex club tonight. So of course I swoon. I don't know what it is about him. There's just some people cut right through you. And he just has me, y'all. He has me. I'm, I make myself a fool for him. I put myself in this position. I don't know why I lust for him as much as I do. I mean, if you look at my Facebook and my Instagram pictures, he's on there. He's not that good looking. Like, of course he's good looking to me. I mean, I want to sit on his face every time I see it, but other people, even my, mi prima amiga that I met at, uh, not that I met, that I've known for the last year that I dated Big Daddy. I go to this taqueria, this Mexican restaurant for, they have the best margaritas. So when I go in there and I was like, mi prima, que onda amiga? Like, you know, tu esta mi prima? Anyway, so so my girl, I showed her a picture of him last night, and she's like, no, tu esta, you know, muy bonita, I'm like, you're very beautiful, she's like, he's too young for you, she keeps saying, she's like, you're too young, too beautiful for this guy, too smart, you know, and she's right, I'm too young, I'm too beautiful, I'm too smart, too funny, too everything for all of these guys, and just and big daddy he doesn't pay me he doesn't give me anything he doesn't give me what i need i mean he'll give me orgasms when i beg for them after he oh my god y'all let me just say something about big daddy one time we were fucking so hard and the the sex was so rough and he slapped me in the face so fucking hard he broke my tooth like that's we have good sex we have that good good sex you know like that primal i whenever i talk about him in bed i tell he's like he's an apex predator in the bedroom he's a silverback gorilla just that fucking ugh, just good sex that good shit and i love it i love it and the whole time i was with saxton of course i would fuck big daddy like once or twice a week because that's my number one and he's got that good dick not like saxton saxton fucked like a turtle and he's a cunt but Big Daddy fucks like a silverback gorilla. Just that fucking, mmm, so good. And he can slow it down also because he's from New Orleans. He's my Cajun boy. So he can also slow it down, be real romantical. You know that romantic shit, that good shit? Slow it down, kiss me slow. Anyway, make that good love. We can do both. That's the beauty. That's probably why I'm obsessed with him. I can't get the fuck over him. Uh -uh. Anyway, so as an update, it's Friday night in Houston, Texas, y'all. Howdy. We are going to the sex club. So if you're in Houston and if you're down to fuck and if you just so happen to listen to this podcast, it's August 30th on Friday. And I'm going to go ahead. I'll be at the Pendulum Sex Club and we're going to lay some fucking pipes. So if you want to come out and get fucked, maybe, I don't know. Let's have a good time. <laughs> come on out, y'all. Come on down. Um... Yeah, Big Daddy's going to be there, so you can meet me and him. Maybe we can have some fun. Who the fuck knows? 
I texted him and I told him that I wanted to meet up with him before we went to the sex club. I want to lay out our sexual expectations, our sex expectations, <laughs> if you will. Oh, I love using the word sex where it doesn't belong. Like instead of excellent, I'll say sexcellent or for sex expectations or sex uh, instead of spectacular, like sex. I don't even know how to do Anyway. Or instead of escapades, I'll say my sexcapades. Anyway, it's just one of my little quirks. So we're going to go out to the sex club tonight. Clearly, we did not break up, even though that probably would have been the best thing for me. In fact, I told John, that young guy, I told him to come over. I said, John, come over and fuck me. Come to my house and fuck me because I'm so horny and so mad. And I didn't fuck that girl last night. I mean... We like mouth fucked on the dance floor. We were making out in front of everybody. And I'm sure that was a show. I wish that I had the video footage of that. I bet that's some sexy shit. Could probably make a lot of money. Anyway, so I told my friend John, I said, you need to come over and fuck me because I'm angry and me and Big Daddy just broke up. And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like, it's my time, you know? So he showed up and on his way here, I texted him and I said, hey, Big Daddy just texted me, we're back together. And he's like, no, <laughs> you know, he's like, fuck. He was so mad. He was driving probably 120 miles an hour coming to my house. He said, I'm on Grand Parkway, which is like one of the fastest highways here in Houston. And he's like, fuck, <laughs> he was so mad. But I told him, I said, you can come hang out. Cause I've known John for years and he's a good, good friend of mine. But I said, you know, when you get here, I'll make you lunch, baby. Like, I'm not going to suck your dick, but I'll make you a sandwich. <laughs> so <laughs> he got here, and I made us some BLTs and gave him a bunch of beer and liquor. So he was happy, but <sighs> good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm glad we didn't break up, I think. We'll see how the sex club goes. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Check in. We'll do another podcast. And I'll tell you about all the people that I did or didn't fuck. And if he doesn't get back to me, I swear to Christ, I'm going to come unfucking glued <laughs> oh, My beautiful, beautiful best friend, Emily, called me. I'm going to go over to her house and probably buy some weed and maybe smoke some weed and chill and hang out with my girl. Maybe I need some lady blunts. She just had surgery, so on her face... Ew. So she can't really like smoke weed right now, but maybe we'll make a gravity bong so that she can still take hits or maybe I'll just shotgun some weed into her mouth. Shotgunning is when you take a hit of weed, which when you inhale some weed and you have it in your lungs and then you exhale it into someone else's mouth. So it's like a secondhand, direct secondhand uh, smoke thing. And I told her, I said, bitch, no homo. I will shotgun weed into your mouth all day. As if I didn't have my tongue down another bitch's throat. 10 hours ago. So. <laughs> oh, anyway. Okay. Well, that's the update y'all. And if big daddy and I do break up, you can look forward to the nastiest fucking podcast that I've ever made because I have it here and I have it saved on uh, this app and I'm just considering putting it out for just for the pure entertainment aspect. of it. <laughs> It's pretty fucking ridiculous. And I know that some of y'all that are listening right now work with Big Daddy. And you'd be amazed to hear the shit that I have to say. Once you, quote unquote, don't date somebody for a year, whatever, you learn a lot of shit about them. So, 
<sighs> Thank you for listening. This was very soothing, very relaxing and therapeutic for me. I love talking to you guys and venting. Hope that you enjoy. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Be safe out there. It is Labor Day weekend, y'all. Don't drink and drive. Oh my God, thank you so much for listening. I love y'all. Rose out.